CNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan from the 817 Game Day. Game Day shout out to y'all. Work is tough on a game day and on a holiday you don't get to take off, but y'all are making it fly by with these segments. Awesome text. Appreciate all the positive feedback. And I think you're going to get even more with this segment because it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. We have uh, we have Isaiah Stanback from DallasCowboys.com joining us today. And today they have they are going to be at the Tostitos Championship Plaza Ooh. doing their pregame action. Who all's with you today, Isaiah? As y'all are rocking along, setting up for Cowboys Bucks tonight. Man, we're going to be turning up over there, as you mentioned. It's going to be myself, Nate Newton, Barry Church, Kyle Eumanns. I think Bill Jones is even going to be in the building. So it's going to be a good time, man. Obviously, there's an official party over at the stadium. But then if you guys want to stay over in the Frisco area, come on through Tostitos Plaza. We'll be having a good time. There you go, man. Will all of you guys have a strategy that you can make sure to pass along that we don't get dominated on the offensive and defensive <laughs> lines of scrimmage? Man, listen up. Um, it's oh. going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding. Uh, I mean, you think about the offensive front for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, me for myself personally, I believe that the only one of the main uh, reasons why Tom Brady came back was because of Ryan Jensen. And obviously, word coming out of that camp all week was that he was kind of up in the air, and then we can kind of get an official word today that he is planning to play. So that is a huge uh, piece for them moving forward, especially when you think about their running game. Uh, you know, their running game comes in the form of mostly screen plays and quick passes. Now they have that piece back in place. Now they feel a lot more confident handing the ball off to Fournette and the rest of the crew. And then on the defensive can front, I, can I just forward, ask you a quick question? Because that was an excellent yeah. answer. Can I ask you a quick question about that? Is there any, do you think there would be any concern in terms of like how quick you get back into the actual flow of game? I know he took first team reps at practice and everything, but how quick Jensen can like be ready to go? Yeah, I mean, there's always that question mark, right? Whenever you miss a, an elapsed period of time like he did, he missed the entire season. But, if you know, you're not going to come back in this game and you're not going to go take snaps for Tom Brady unless you're, unless you're ready to roll. Um, you know, TB12 will not want you in the game if you can't be productive um, and assist in their ability to try to, you know, win the ball game. So I have full, full faith that if he is suiting up tonight, which it sounds like he is, that he's, he's going to be ready to roll. And I don't think there's going to be much rust there uh, because I'm sure those guys are taking their fair share of snaps behind the scenes this week. Now you, you were with Tom Brady in what, 2009, I believe right. in new England, is he human? Yeah. Like, is is behind the scenes? Is that dude like? Is he actually human? I'm pretty sure he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean physically he's a human. I mean, but you want to talk about somebody's will and determination to be the best at what they do and at their craft? I mean, I don't. I haven't been around. I've been around some really good players and a lot of different Hall of Famers. Uh, he takes it to a whole other level in terms of his preparation, in terms of his intellect, um, and the things that he's going to do. The film, the amount of film that he watched leading up to this week um it's insurmountable and uh, it's unfathomable for most people i got to witness it firsthand obviously and i was amazed i just sat there and was just a sponge um but if there is a, if there is a weakness uh to this dallas defense he's going to know exactly how to how to go about exposing that um it's going to be a battle i've been mentioning all week it's good the battle is going to be between dan quinn and tom brady that's the real battle that's going on in this ball game are you more amazed by Tom Brady, the football player, or that Sally Field, Jane Fonda, and others are going to be in a movie called 80 for Brady? Man, I, I can't call it. 
I got no answers for you on that one. It is, yeah, it is. It is crazy that that movie now exists in our world. I, I am. Do you, with the way that his season has gone, this hasn't been the typical Brady season, and I don't, I don't know if it's age or what. And you're talking about the work ethic that goes along with it. Do you think that that distraction was a key factor in early season stuff, and that he's like kind of changed or grown or anything since then, or is it is he just age kind of catching up? Well, no, I, I do believe that that the distractions. I mean, that he's human, right? I mean, and he kind of, we kind of joke about it, but I don't know what what individual can go out there and perform at their greatest when they're dealing with those type of personal issues and, and, and struggles off the field. So uh, obviously that's going to take some kind of toll on you. Um, you couple that with the fact that a lot of his key players had a lot of injuries. Um, that was going to have a great effect on them. And then you look at the standpoint that they had to change their offense because of those injuries. That took some time as well. Um, so now you see them starting to catch fire. And the last person that you want to be catching fire at this time of the year is Tom Brady. Uh, you The last person you want to be getting their last infinity stone in terms of Ryan Jensen is Tom Brady. Mm. So these are all the things that you have to be concerned about going into this game. Um, but personnel-wise, um, when you look at, at, at these rosters in totality, I still feel really good about Dallas's talent level. How how big does CeeDee Lamb have to be in this game, or is it somebody else on the on the offense that has to be the factor? It's Dak Prescott. I mean, we, we don't have to look any further than that. Um, Dak has not had the season that he wants, uh, but he's still in a position to attain everything that he wants. So he has to be able to somehow, some way, flip the switch from the Dak that we've seen over the last six to eight weeks and go back to the Dak from last year that was leading the leading the, the league um, in passing yards, leading the league in touchdowns, all those type of things. We have to get back to that Dak. His decision-making has to get better. His acknowledgement of defenses has to get better. Um, he has to be willing just to, to take a to take a sack or to throw the ball away and go on to the next play. You know, we can't we can't be in a position where we're now forcing the ball and creating potential turnovers because this guy, this team, this organization that we're that Dallas Cowboys are going to be going against, they know how to get all the way to the big game and win it. So you can't give them extra opportunities. So I'm looking forward to seeing him just play smarter. I'm looking forward to his offensive line getting settled in. Hopefully with Tyler Biotis coming in, guys can go back to their natural positions. Um, and we got, obviously you have to be able to try to run the ball and keep the ball and be able to play keep away from Tom. I loved your Infinity Stone reference with Ryan Jensen. So let's take it to the person you just mentioned, Tyler Biotish. How big of a deal is it that he's back for an offensive line that since Terrence Steele went out has not been the same? Yeah, no, it's, it's everything. I mean, you talk about the, the shuffling of cards up front, the musical chairs that you've had up there with guys who are not necessarily the youngest, <laughs> the youngest guys in their career. You know, you talk about Peters, Tyron Smith, um, you know, obviously Martin's in there still holding the fort down, but uh, you start shuffling around your center and guard positions. The, the offensive line is only going to be as productive as – as the guys that are that are able to play there on a consistent basis. It's all about continuity. So if you have guys that are coming in, you know, playing more, you know, more snaps than they are intended to and playing positions that they don't feel comfortable with, you're not going to be productive. You're going to see a fall off in, in your in your execution. But when you have your main guy come back, as little as people might look upon Tyler Biotish in the grand scheme of the rest of the guys in the offensive line, he is the commander-in-chief up there. He's the man who calls the shots. He's the guy that, you know, people, the things that people don't realize is, you know, his snap count 
and his cadence is substantially different than everybody else's who might come in and try to snap the ball. So your operation gets better. Your communication gets better. You know, the guys are comfortable in the positions that they're in. You know, when you start lining up against from against guys like Akeem Hicks and Vita Vea and William Golston, you want everybody to be in sync. You need everybody to be on the same page because those guys are – your assignment with them one-on-one alone is going to be enough <laughs> to consume your attention span. So um, it's, it's, it's a key ingredient. I'm glad that he's back, and I'm looking forward to the production that he brings. Man, I, I heard a, a saying, and I think it was out of Duke Manyweather's uh, uh, offensive line masterminds, their OL, OL masterminds like conference. Uh, one of the players said, "Football is not where you go to get tough. It's a it's a it's a sport for tough people." And you, I always stick with the line that you said in preseason when Jake Ferguson caught that ball and then just leveled whoever was in front of him. And you were like, <laughs> I, work, I, I lift weights for a living. And I just like stick with that. But that mentality, that tough mentality, I felt that it's been missing from the Cowboys for part of this back, back part of the season. How do you get that back? Is it? And when do you start bringing that element into your game? It can't be on playoff night. It has to be somewhere else. Yeah. I totally agree with you, and I, I mean, what you're referring to is kind of the identity and the culture of this team, and for this entirety of the season, it's been the defense, but as you mentioned, the second half, it hasn't been because you start talking about the drop-off in production in terms of sacks, and that's what you really relied on and leaned, leaned upon for the physicality element of this team. This was no longer a bully ball team on offense. You'd like to see them get back to that, and hopefully they can with the addition of Biotish in terms of rushing the ball for 150-plus yards. That would be nice, and that would have some element of physicality to it. But defensively, that's where this team was tough. Um, they were hitting guys in the mouth, and they were causing havoc, and they were creating guys, they're making guys scared, and teams were fearful of this front, and that has gone away. So I don't see that necessarily improving in this game because this team gets the ball out faster than anybody else in the league. They also run short, highly effective, highly efficient routes, um, you know, under 10 yards, five yards and under. I mean, this, these guys get the ball out very quickly. So this team's going to have to fly around and hit. I don't see them necessarily getting back to TB12 too often, but what they can do is come downhill as DBs and hit these receivers in the mouth. You can, as linebackers and defense alignment, once the ball is thrown out to these screens, out to the edges, run out there and bring the whole the whole party with you and make sure everybody tees off on these guys. That's the physicality that you're going to have to be able to witness tonight because I'm not sure that you're going to be able to do it in regards in terms of your pass rush. I'm not saying that this is any of the players' main focus, nor should it be going into this game, but I've always been curious whether it's during the season or especially when we get to the playoffs, how much do the players hear or how much do they carry the burdens that come along with this franchise and its fan base, especially when it comes to playoffs? You know, honestly, when I was in a position, I didn't pay attention to it. I mean, you know, the noise is always going to be there. And I, I say noise is like water. You can block out majority of it, but eventually water is going to seep through. So whether that, that comes in the form of you trying to, you know, hold up, um, you know, all the pressures that come with being a cowboy and all the stats and all those things. But in reality, you just got to throw that stuff out the window. I mean, in reality, you're facing somebody and a quarterback in Tom Brady who has the same amount of playoff wins as your entire organization. That's the reality that you're facing. So throw all the history out the window. You got to go out there and take care of your business and win this one game so that you can have opportunity to talk about next week's. We've been talking about this kind of throughout the day. Kind of, Mike's been bringing up the the fifteen, you know, the scripted fifteen plays. Kevin, I asked you earlier about the first. What's your first play you're going to run? Yeah, Isaiah, you, you're you're stepping up. Dax get, got the ball for the first time. 
what is the first play? Are you handing off to Zeke? Are you going deep to CD? Are you just, you know, a 12-yard pickup to Dalton Schultz? What are you? What's your first play tonight? Man, I want to go right at Vita Vea, personally. I would go right at Vita Vea, and that's a lot. I'm a, that's a UW guy, so, you know, that's family to me. <laughs> I, feel, I feel as if you want to set the tone for this ball game, you're going to need to beat these guys up. And if you're going to beat these guys up, what better way to set the tone and to get across a message than to go against their biggest, most dominant, physically imposing defender in Vita Vea? Go at him, double team him, triple team him. I don't care what you need to do, but hit him in the mouth and let him know it's going to be a long day. And then when you get those guys start creeping and being nosy, now you can have the Dak Prescott that we all come to love and respect. And now he has the ability to do the play action pass. But you have to establish the physicality up front with your offensive line and run this ball against this this three five this three four front, which is really like a five two front. So no flea flicker like Kevin's suggesting. Please no. Please no. <laughs> Just okay. Hear me out. I hear everything. Thing you're saying you made Do a that very... play with Justin Jefferson passing to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that, that was a good play. That did not go very well. I just because of how frequently we run it on first down, I think you would throw them all out of sorts. Your line makes a lot more logistical yes. sense. Yes. I just think you could knock them on their ass with that play, and they'd be like, "What the hell just happened?" You know you know, how about I throw this in there? I do believe that you will see an appearance from Kevontae Turpin tonight offensively. I think that you're going to see a package. I, Kellen Moore has done a great job. Last year, he emptied the bag out too early. This year, he kind of slow rolled in terms of taking out his Legos and playing with his toys from Christmas. Now, I think that he's 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 really saved up some of those gifts that he has and some of those toys. And I think Kevontae Turpin is going to be one that he takes out the bag tonight and really puts on on um, on a showcase. So, I believe that you will possibly see him on some end of rounds, hopefully, and that can stretch out this defense and then you'll be able to run the ball and if you want to get up to a flea flicker then we'll see <laughs> because otherwise you're just stepping on all those legos you got at christmas <laughs> home alone style yeah <laughs> don't want that man excellent stuff i know we've told you this before you're just a fantastic addition on our show every time you're on so really appreciate it no thank you guys for having me man there you go isaiah Stanback right here on 105.3 the fan i still don't understand the scripted 15 the Cowboys. I hear you. I the do. The Cowboys sack Tom Brady first play of the game. He fumbles. You you dive on the ball on the 15 yard line. Your first play on your script was play action bomb to CD Lamb. I only have 25 yards to go and the field's over. What the hell do I do? Like I don't. Maybe there's like a scaled down version of yeah, that. I don't I, know. I just uh, this whole you have to go by this script. It doesn't what if the make first sense. Plays to me. a run play and it's a touchdown. Now what and do you do? To me, this is where I guess they're screwed. Like if I was is a guy who didn't know anything about football and I don't know nearly as much as like Isaiah Stanback does or George Teague or you know stuff like that but I, I'm like wait a second so you're telling me I run the ball for six I run the ball for seven but the next play on the script was to pass the ball and this is where we get into like then we were doing a double reverse pass and then you're like dude we just ran for a first down as easy could be now we wanted to do a double reverse pass that went for negative 12 we just ruined the whole drive because we had to throw in that play right now. Like it's, it's like I throw two curveballs in the dirt. They swing and miss at both of them. Well, this dumbass is swinging at curveballs in the dirt. Why would I go away from throwing curveballs in the dirt? According I, to the four six nine, they say you're getting information for later. You need to see how they're going to react to certain looks. Maybe 